Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 194 of the Life Made to Order podcast. The law of attraction and are you still making this manifesting mistake and not even knowing it? And this mistake is nothing deeper complex. It addresses the most core basic tenet of the teaching, but because of certain habits and the way the mind works and it's distorted understanding of all of this. It's something that even the most seasoned manifester probably does sometimes, maybe a lot, again, and not even realizing it. And it's probably especially something that a person newer to this is is uh, struggling with because they have maybe haven't overcome their conditioning as much. And it's so basic and it's so simple. It often gets filed into the category of like all of the, a lot of this personal growth sort of wisdom, something we intellectually understand, but actually are not doing. And we say we know, but we're actually not applying the information. We're not actually doing the things that we're supposed to be doing. And again, our conditioning and our habits are so deeply ingrained, we don't even notice it. And what is this thing that a lot of us are doing that we probably don't even realize we're doing? Focusing on what we don't want instead of what we do. That's the whole basis of the law of attraction, right? Like I said, this is an idea, a little nugget of wisdom that even the most new green person to this idea, that's one of the first things you're going to learn about because that forms the core of the teaching. Because if the idea is that our thoughts and our feelings and how we focus our attention and our beliefs influence our external experience, then it becomes very obvious that focusing more on our preferred outcomes and the things we'd like to see in our life is obviously a much better uh, strategy for changing things than focusing on what we don't want. Like attracts like, right? And I can't tell you how many clients I've worked with that are very advanced in this stuff. They're very self-aware. They're very growth-oriented. They're not new to this game at all. They've been in the game a long time. They've made amazing changes in their life. They're just, you know, they're on top of all of that shit, right? And so many times we were talking about something and they'd be sitting about thinking about everything and whatever, and they'd have this huge epiphany. They're like, oh my God, I totally see why I'm struggling with this right now. I've been continuously focusing on what I don't want and I don't even realize it. I am still trying to change my reality from a space of really intense resistance to where I am now. So all I'm focusing on is what I don't like, what I don't have, worrying about if things don't change, all these potential outcomes in the future, all these potential uh, directions that things can go that are undesirable to me and I feel very resistant to. Oh my God, I can't believe it. And like I said, these are people that are very seasoned in all of this. We all do it and we don't even realize how much we're doing it. And it shows up in so many areas of life. I might have talked about this, I don't know, on a podcast, but I know I definitely talked about it on a video. Dating, online dating profiles are such a perfect example of this. I told, uh, I remember I was looking through them one day with somebody and it was women. I don't know if men do this too. They probably do, but these were, were women's profiles. So many of them were so negative and such like a turnoff and like off-putting because they were just like, So judgmental about don't be like this, don't be like that. Um, If you're like this, don't bother contacting me. It was full of not the type of people they were trying to meet. It was all about if you're all the people that they wanted to stay away from them. 
my favorite one was, uh, if you're a cheater or a liar, you play games, don't bother contacting me. As if there are people that are like, I'm really hoping to uh, hook up with a cheater, <laughs> right? So I always found that amusing when it's like, as if like there are people that do like those sorts of people and you have to distinguish yourself as someone that doesn't. But they were so negative. I couldn't get over it. And I get the mentality, especially online dating. It could be a very frustrating world. And I get it. You have people contact you and then things go bad or all of the, you know, and it, it can sour you on the experience and make you a bit like bitter about it. Totally get that. But again, LOA 101. What what is these what are these people with these super negative profiles putting out into the universe? They're not attracting the people that are the good matches because all they're focused on is the people they don't want to deal with, the people they don't want contacting them, the people they don't like, the people that they want to keep their distance. So when a person that would be a good match for them comes across a profile like that, it's just they can't. It's they're energetically they they are not going to contact them probably because it's going to be like oh this person seems like really negative and judgmental and it's it's a turnoff right. So either they'll keep attracting bad people because all they're focused on is that there's no one good out there, all the people they don't like. So they'll draw them in like a moth to a flame and all these great matches for them. They're not going to see their profile or they're going to see it and decide not to swipe on this person because they seem like really negative and they're not really giving them any information about who they are as a person or what they're looking for. It's just a litany of complaints about all the people they don't like and wants to keep their distance and so many of them were so like, just, and don't bother, don't bother. It was all like, think about it. It's such a perfect example of that. And a lot of us, like I said, that's what we're doing with everything. We're sending out a broadcast signal that's not about, you know, drawing the things we want to us. It's all about, I don't want any of this, keep it away from me. And LOA 101, what you focus on expands, where your attention goes, energy grows, all those little pithy little sayings that can get so annoying when you're struggling with all of this and you're super frustrated that the law of attraction, quote unquote, is not working. So you really have to think about this. Where are you really focusing? Because like I said, this is one of those nuggets of wisdom, a lot of personal growth, conscious creation, manifesting, whatever it is, whatever the particular area or just general, you know, spirituality or personal growth. A lot of the wisdom is very simple and basic. And there's a reason for that because truth tends to be very simple and basic. It's not a complicated, complex uh, weaving of, of ideas. It's very like this is how it is. That's why a lot of people, I think, find uh, like Abraham Hicks and those channeled things, they find them to be, uh, some people get frustrated by that that wisdom and the guidance because, because these are apparently beings that are very developed consciousness. They're not humans. They're beyond, you know, wherever they're from, you know, fifth dimension kind of level consciousness. They have a, a, a strong grasp of, of the nature of reality and they, they function at a much higher level. So a lot of stuff they say is super basic and there's not a lot of follow-up. There's not a lot of uh, analyzing or, or accounting for the human condition. And then people find the information unhelpful, right? Because again, truth is simple. It's very basic. So we learn all of these things, these profound ideas, again, that are not mind-blowing in their complexity. And we just don't even realize, though, that we're not actually applying the information. This, these very simple pieces of advice that in theory are very easy to apply, but in reality, they're actually not because of that human factor I always like to talk about, right? Theory versus reality of manifesting. Again, we don't even realize we're not doing it. But we tell ourselves, I know this, I know that. And then your mind thinks because you know it, somehow you're automatically being that way. And you don't even realize that you're not because... Negative thinking is so deeply ingrained, focusing on what we don't want 
and fighting against it and using that as trying to get what we want in the world of action that serves us to some degree, I guess, because that motivates the action for a lot of us. We hate where we are now and it motivates us to do something about it. We hate ourselves now. It motivates us to try to change. And we might get somewhere with that, but it's usually a painful journey. And even if you got what you want, you don't feel better anyway, or you don't get anywhere because you're in such a state of resistance to your current circumstances, no amount of action can override that energy and nothing really changes. So this idea of using the negative as a way to get to the positive, again, like I said, in the world of action, that might make some sense because a lot of the stuff we try to do to get what we want is usually painful and hard and it's a struggle. And the only thing that would motivate us to undertake all of these bad feeling actions and strategies is thinking, well, if this this is painful and this sucks, but I'm really unhappy about this circumstance, so I'm willing to put up with all of this if it means I'll get what I want and then I'll be happy. But in the world of energy, that negative focus, that negative motivation, even someone with the most big understanding, the most green newbie person to this teaching, it's very easy to see that that is going to be a very, very big problem. Because energetically, focusing on what you don't want, trying to change circumstances from a place of intense resistance to where you are now, LOA 101, again, we see the problem with that. We're like, oh, if I'm trying to get a boyfriend from a space of I am so lonely, I don't want to die alone, I hate myself, and the only way I'll know I'm, I'm worthy of love and worthy of living in this world is if uh, someone likes me enough to date me. That means Then it means I'm actually not so bad. You try to lose the weight from a space of loathing your body and thinking you're a fat, disgusting pig. You're trying to get uh, space money from a space of I feel such a deep shame about my finances and such a deep shame about struggling with my business. Everyone told me, uh, questioned my my uh, choice to uh, become a solopreneur or try an online business and I'm struggling and oh my God, I need to prove to everybody that I didn't make the wrong choice I, I or I have to, if I make this money, then it means that I'm not a loser, I'm not stupid or I'm not incapable. And we see from an energy perspective, trying to change our circumstances from that sort of space is, like I said, you might get somewhere. People do all the time. A lot of people get stuff and they don't really have any knowledge of energy. They're not really working on it. Uh, it but it usually will take a lot longer. It takes a lot more effort, a lot more painful action that's not necessary. Or some people, depending on their unique uh, mix of energetic-ish uh, shit, ick, I said ish, they might not get anywhere at all. So we want to start paying attention to this. So if you're someone that's struggling with something, really struggling, and you're not really seeing any changes, you feel like you're not getting any kind of stepping stone, you're not seeing any evidence that, you know, things might be changing for you, this is something to pay attention to. If you're a more quote unquote seasoned manifester and more, you know, you know, in this game for a long time when you got your personal growth and you're, you've been into all that shit for a long time and you've been struggling with something and you're telling yourself with all of that you know and you know all the basics already and you've succeeded with other things so many times and you're digging deep for some weird, obscure, energetic thing that you think is blocking you, maybe go back to basics a little bit and check in. Like I said, I can't tell you how many clients I've had that are very self-aware, very growth. You know, they're not newbies to this at all. They're like, you know, very deep into this. They're very aware of all of this stuff. And they would have these life-changing epiphany moments where they're like, oh my God, I've really been paying attention to my thoughts the last few days. I've really been like uh, assessing my different actions I've been taking 
in this part of my life and all these things I've been doing. And I've, I'm finally starting to see, and I don't know how I didn't see it before. I was still so focused on what I didn't want. I was still so focused on trying to change my circumstances from a space of not being okay with where I was now, not accepting where I was now, still believing that my circumstances were truly the cause of my my feelings and feeling a huge amount of pressure to change them because I thought that's the only way I'd be able to feel better. And again, these are people that they're not new to this game. And it, it, that speaks to this deep conditioning, how deeply ingrained it could be. Because the idea of not focusing on what you don't want, this is something they knew this way long ago, but they were still doing it. I catch myself doing it with certain things sometimes. That's how the mind works. Because like I said before, the mind somehow thinks that focusing on what you don't want somehow helps get you where you do. And here's the thing, that sense of contrast plays a very important role in in the conscious creation process. It plays a very important role in like how things work here as humans. It's like that it kind of motivates us. It motivates desire. It motivates us to, to do certain things and kind of makes the world go around in that sense of like, but the sense of contrast can help you figure out what you prefer, but letting that energy, the discontent drive everything, that's going to be a very big problem. And like I said before, you may get somewhere, people do all the time, but it's going to be a lot more painful and frustrating than it has to be. And because our outside circumstances are actually not the true cause of our happiness, even if you get all of this stuff, you know, not going to be happy anyway. So a part of you will hear this and be like, oh, I could still focus on what I don't want and then uh, still get what I want. Okay, cool. Because even though that makes me miserable and tortures me, it still feels kind of hard to try to shift focus because there's a lot of momentum going in that direction. So shifting the momentum feels uncomfortable, but I highly recommend doing it because it's just a more pleasant way to go about it. Things will come more easily. You'll open yourself up to like all sorts of things that would make you happy that right now it's not even in your conscious awareness. You'll open yourself up to ver better versions of certain things that you want right now. Because here's the thing, focusing on trying to get a boyfriend from a space of, oh my God, I'm so lonely and I hate my life and I hate myself. You might be able to attract a boyfriend. You know, it's not like everyone that manifests a relationship is because they're uh, uh, oozing with self-love and they've done all this work on themselves. You can manifest a, a relationship into your life for countless reasons. That can, that man, any manifestation in our life, money, a boyfriend, anything that's considered quote unquote good, we can manifest those things in our life for not so good reasons. And they can be reflecting something different, completely different back to us. So for those of us that are tempted to still keep doing things this way, knowing it still might work, I just don't recommend it because you're probably selling yourself short as far as like what you're capable of getting. And like I said, you might be getting the things you want ego level mind wants, but not really for the reasons you want them. And again, you're not going to enjoy it. Your low self-esteem, well, you still might get a boyfriend, but you'll get that boyfriend, not because you're some match to love and he's, you know, the person you're meant to be with, but he treats you like shit. So he's a perfect mirror for your low self-esteem. And that's why you attracted him. So you have the boyfriend, you have the, the actual manifestation your mind wanted. You're not lonely anymore, but are you going to be happy? Right? Absolutely not. Right? Because why would you be happy with someone that treats you like crap? So this is something, again, so many, and like I said, this is not just law of attraction manifesting. This is like personal growth in general. There are so many things we learn that are so basic, so simple, so 101, so cliche almost that we learn them. We understand their validity. We recognize that there's wisdom. There's a truth here, but as far as actually doing it, 
not even close. Some basic, uh, for example, we learn about, you know, follow your heart and don't care what people think about you. Very, very important tenets in life. If you were to actually apply that information, it would be life-changing. But then you're still struggling making certain changes in your life and you're sitting there digging deep for all this shit thing. What's what's stopping me? I don't know. Because again, you mistake intellectually knowing all these more basic ideas for actually like having applied them in your life. So then you dismiss the basic thing and then you go looking for the more complicated thing. You're like, why am I struggling to make this change? And I keep sabotaging myself. And then one day you're thinking, you're really thinking about it and you're like, huh, you know what? I'm not making these changes in my life. I'm not pursuing that career path I wanted. I'm not doing this thing or that thing because I just realized um, I'm still really worried about what people think about me. I still really want my parents' approval. And I know if I uh, drop out of medical school to become a poet, they're going to be like really pissed and they're going to judge me. And then I'm going to feel like super pressure to like succeed with that. So they don't think I made a mistake. Oh, yes. Yeah, so that's why I'm still uh, doing this thing that pursuing this career path that I really don't want to do. I really want to go back to school for this thing or that thing. Um, I really have this really prestigious job right now. And, uh, you know, if I, I'm a doctor right now and then if, uh, if I want to go back to school, you know, I really am passionate about uh, massage therapy or something. And people are going to judge me for like taking some step down from some super uh, highly regarded professional position like a doctor or a lawyer. So I haven't been doing that because I'm still worried what people are going to think about that decision that they're going to think there's something wrong with me or it's weird. So kind of got off on a bit of a tangent there, but it's kind of related to what I'm saying in that we just take in this information, but as far as actually applying it, letting these perspectives and these ideas inform our focus, inform our choices, inform all of this stuff, it's really not happening. So this most basic tenet of the law of attraction, focus more on what you want versus what you don't. Even the most seasoned, advanced person might still be not doing, and they might still be doing the exact opposite. And they're like, oh my God, I'm still in such a state of resistance to my current circumstances. The dating profile, again, is like the perfect example. I remember seeing them, it bloomed as someone that's like into energy and all of that. And like the idea of attraction, what you focus on, it was like online dating in general is a fascinating study in human behavior anyway. But, uh, and like the profiles, what people write in their profiles, but especially from that law of attraction perspective, I'm like, you're never going to get the person you want because all you're focusing on is who you don't want, who you don't like, who you want to stay away from you and not bother contacting you and judging people. And I'm just like, oh my God, like just the negativity, I could feel it. Like even the words, just the words on a screen, I could feel that negativity and that frustration with the process and just being like, oh, you know, what focusing on what you don't want is not the same as focusing on what you do. Again, this is something our mind doesn't see this distinction because there's two kind of roads we could take to these make these changes in our life. And one's more on the, the negative motivators. While you have the same goal of getting to this. So the negative motivator, you have the same goal. You want to get to somewhere better. You want to get something you don't have. You want to change a situation you don't like. But the more we understand about energy, the more we see that taking the road of the negative motivator is probably not going to get us there. And like I said before, it may. You don't need some perfect energy or, or perfect intentions here to, to change reality, change your reality. But it's just, for a lot of people, it's going to be a real struggle. And if you have a lot, a lot of shit, like I always say, you're probably not going to get anywhere. And I know that could be a hard pill to swallow because your mind doesn't want to try to change your behavior or your focus or do any of this inner work. But 
if you want to see things change, you kind of don't have a choice. You don't have to do it, but then you have to make peace with where you are now because it's probably not going to be much different and it could possibly get worse. I'm not saying that in like a doom and gloom way. It's just, again, energy, LOA 101. That's just how it works. It's a neutral process. It's not a punishment. So running away from something you don't want to get somewhere more desirable is a very, very different journey than consciously moving towards the wanted thing in a positive direction. Moving towards something you want, again, is a very different journey than moving away from what you don't want in hopes of eventually getting to the place you want to get. On the dating profile, making a list of all the people you want to stay away from you in hopes that they'll stay away and then anyone that's the opposite of that will be like, oh, okay, then I'm not any of those things, so I must be what they want. Okay, I'll contact them. Great. They seem like a great person with all this negativity and judgment in their profile. Yeah, can't wait to contact them, right? It's probably not going to happen. Putting that profile out of who you want to meet, what you want in a relationship, not what you don't want, that's going to be the better pathway, right? And with that clarity, you'll be more likely to attract the people that you want to meet because that's the energy you're putting out there. That's where you're focusing your attention on who you do want to come in your life, who you do want to bother contacting you, not all the people that you're telling them don't bother, don't bother, right? So you have to think about that because like I said, it's so deeply ingrained. We don't even realize that we're always on that. A lot of us, we still are on that path of the negative motivator, the path, the, the path of resisting where we are now and trying to fight through it, get rid of it, change it, destroy it, and then get, you know, and then come out the other side uh, with what we want and what we think is going to make us happy. It's just, it's going to be a hard road. And for some of us, like I said, you might get somewhere, but if the outside changes aren't what truly makes you happy anyway, putting yourself through all of that and you might get the stuff and then you're not happy. Like there's no, what you truly, that path never will give you what you truly want no matter what point you are in the journey because you'll be miserable the whole time trying to get what you want and then you might get it in some form, some degree of it, some version of it and then you're still not going to be happy because... That was never the problem anyway. So it's just a, a waste of time all around. Remember, you have to remember. Your mind doesn't think it's a waste of time, though, because your mind doesn't understand that the manifestation is what, what actually makes you happy. So your mind doesn't care if the journey is painful because it thinks that you're going to get the, that's something that's going to change. It, it wants to remain attached to the thing. It doesn't care that you're going to torture yourself getting there because your mind is still convinced that that's what matters. As long as you get the thing, then that'll all go away and this is worth it. And just this is just how it has to be till you get your stuff. But it's not like that. So I know your mind will still, the way your mind looks at things, it's very tempting to continue that path. And like I said before, it's also very tempting to continue doing things that way because a lot of us, if we're honest... We don't want to be bothered with all of that inner transformation. Why do you think we're so obsessed with tools and techniques and classes and seminars and programs and this thing and that thing? Because our mind is like, tell me something to do that will get what I want. I want to guarantee that if I do this eight-week manifesting money program that my finances will completely turn around uh, in the next few weeks. I want to guarantee that if I go to this seminar for a weekend, my whole life is going to change. All my pain will go away. And then I won't, right? It doesn't want to do that inner work. So even though its methods are painful, there's still the temptation to do them because then it relieves you of response. It relieves us of responsibility of actually having to, to do all this inner work. But like I said before, even if you manage to get stuff from that sort of energy, you're not going to feel any better. And that's all you really want anyway. 
And like I said before, for a lot of us, that heavy focus on what we don't want, that energy is very thick and it's very heavy. And even if it, we probably won't be able to override it, no matter how much action we take, no matter how much we strategize or on that level of, of doing it, it won't be able to override the energy. So it's, you know, it, it really comes down to a choice of if you realize you're doing it, am I going to sincerely make an effort to shift my focus, even though it feels really uncomfortable? Can I admit to myself that I'm actually doing that? Because that's another problem we have with this work. We have a very hard time admitting when we're maybe not doing things the best way, when we're doing the things that we know we shouldn't be doing, when we're focusing in ways we know we shouldn't be focusing. Because somehow we think as long as we pretend that's not happening or we don't admit that it's happening, that somehow the universe like won't notice we're doing that and it'll just give us our stuff. Or admitting defeat feels hard because then you feel like you have to start all over again or something. Again, our mind is weird. And you might have to do that. You might have to do a total reset. But it's okay because it's you're, if you're going down the wrong path this whole time, your mind, your, how your mind, weird mind is, it thinks, okay, well, I just stick to this eventually, then like everything will be okay. As long as I'm not admitting that I'm doing all these things wrong, then maybe the universe won't see that I'm doing that. And then I'll still get my stuff anyway. But the universe is a process of attraction energy. It's a very neutral process, right? You're just putting out certain energy that's being determined by uh, the way you're thinking, the stories you're telling about your circumstances, how you're focusing on things, whether you're focused more on moving towards what you want or moving away from what you don't. Again, they're very different journeys. All of that, you're going to be putting out an energy And the universe just responds to that energy in a neutral, dispassionate, clinical sort of way. (laughs) There's no judgment. You're not rewarded for positivity. You're not punished for negativity. Uh, It doesn't respond to your pain or your want or your need. And thinking, oh, she's really suffering with with, um, trying to get a boyfriend. I see she does her affirmations every day. So I'm going to, tomorrow I'm going to arrange for her to meet her soulmate at Starbucks. Right? It's just, it's not, that's not how it works. And... So when we start to see it's truly a neutral process, all the games your mind wants to play, it's refusal to try to make these changes, it's uh, manipulations and trying to justify all your negativity and justify all of that so you can keep doing things that way so you don't have to do the uncomfortable process of changing, you start to see like none of that's going to get you anywhere because as long as your energy is a certain way, you're going to attract whatever that energy is predominantly. There's no, you can't get a pass on it because your circumstances are particularly challenging. So the universe is like, oh, that's a really shitty uh, thing that happened. Like you're supposed to, you're supposed to change your energy for me to give you what you want, but you know what? I'm going to give you a pass because this must, it must be really hard to not be negative. This is a really crappy thing that happened. Again, there's none of that judgment or analysis. It's just neutral input output, like mechanical sort of way. So with this idea of focusing on what you don't want versus what you do, no matter how much your mind wants to justify your negative focus, no matter how much you feel like I am justified and think this thing is terrible and how could I think any other way about this and I have to be mired in this negativity and if this this thing that happened, if it doesn't get fixed and this the other bad thing is probably going to happen next week and again, right, the mind is so good at justifying 
your negativity and justifying negative focus. Here's the thing. It's okay to be upset about certain things. It's okay to feel a certain way about it. But understanding what we understand about energy, if we insist, if we keep digging our heels in on, I get to feel bad about this because I don't like it. And how dare you tell me that I'm supposed to feel better? We can do it, but it'll be very hard to make a lot of these changes because energetically you're just not in alignment with them. And like I said, the universe is not responding to our pain and our resistance and our dislike and discontent and dissatisfaction with our current state of affairs. It's responding to the energy you're putting out. And if that's the energy you're putting out, whatever the opposite of that is, it's just, it's harder to let in because energetically it's, it's not a match. Any insights, uh, any solutions, to anything that would help you get where you are internally, like internal thinking and an insight, clarity, that can't come in either. Any outside resource that might help you, whether it's a person, a book that perfectly encapsulates your problem and the solution, whatever it is, right? And some external resource that can't make its way in either. Because this idea of energy, like all of that stuff, it goes way beyond getting things. That sort of energy aligns you with all sorts of things that are helpful for you. And if we're focused on what we don't want, or if we're just focused on the problem, it's very hard for that stuff to come in. We're not a match to it. You might have seen this in your own life before. How many times have you freaked out about something and you were, oh my God, some kind of problem and, and this terrible thing and, and how am I going to fix it and, and all this stuff, right? And then you calm down, you get, the, you get that out of your system, you're calm. And the most obvious solution presents itself. And you're like, oh, why did I freak out about that? That's actually an easy fix. Or I didn't even think, oh my God, I could do that. Or this actually isn't as bad as I made it out to be. And your mind will think, how did I not think of that right away, that simple solution? And I freaked out over nothing. And it was just so, it was so easy to fix. It actually wasn't that big of a deal. Because energetically, you weren't aligned with the solution. So even the most basic common sense thing or whatever, energetically, you're not a match. We're not a match to solutions when all we're focused on is the problem. We're not a match to what we want when all we're focused on is what we don't. We're not a match to bringing in, you know, the people that are right for us if we're all we're doing is broadcasting the type of people that aren't and the people we want to stay away from us, like on the dating profiles, right? So this is one of those things where these this a very basic, simple piece of knowledge gets filed away in intellectual understanding. But then as far as like it actually impacting our lives in any way and actually applying it, we're not doing it. And we, like I said, the conditioning is so deep. We're so used to just operating from the level of the mind. We don't even realize like we're doing it. We don't even realize there hasn't been really any shift on an emotional level. And it's the level of emotion that creates reality, not the level of intellect. What you know is not going to affect your reality if it just stays in the level of intellectual. Like, yeah, I know that. What you feel does. And there's a, usually a gap there. And we close that gap with awareness and reflect, inner reflection and, and self-reflection and, and actually checking in and seeing what we're actually doing, how we're actually conducting ourselves, how we're actually focusing our attention. And when we really tune into that, like I said, with my clients that had these huge epiphanies over the most basic thing, they're like, whoa, I was not doing that at all. And I did not even notice. So yeah, this most basic thing, where... Where are you focusing your attention most of the time? And you'll probably find that most of the time it's on what you don't want. And then you'd be like, no wonder I'm struggling. And then all the other stories your mind is telling you about why things aren't changing. It's your dad's fault. It's the government's fault. It's the economy. It's there's no good guys out there. It's this thing. It's that thing. You're like, oh yeah, none of that is true. 
all of that stuff outside of me I can't control and it feels terrible to think and I'm thinking sitting here like nothing's ever going to change. All that, all those stories, right, that make your energy even worse. You'll be like, oh yeah, none of that's true. I've just been focusing, I've just really been focusing on what I don't want. And my understanding of the law of attraction is um, that's probably not helpful. So, and like I said, you just, you, you have to do that reset and then, you know, then you just kind of, it's like a fresh start. And like I said, all the stories you're telling now about why things are the way they are, that have probably have nothing to do with your energy. It's all about outside stuff and other people and out whatever, external things. You realize none of that's true. And all of this struggle, it's just been, oh, it's been me all the t all the time. And not in a blaming ourselves kind of way, but it's good that it's us. It's good that it's not anything outside of us that we can't control. It's good that it's us because we can do something about that and then turn things around. It doesn't matter what it is. So yeah, that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. Have a great day or night. And for more content, products, and information about my coaching services, head on over to livelifemateorder.com. Bye-bye.